Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Tim and Jay. What's up, gentlemen? Hey. Yo, yo. Hey, I have a little something here for our you know, loyal listeners that have been with us from the beginning and were and listened to the Fifth Trooper podcast, you'll be happy to know that for dinner tonight, I had Mississippi pot roast and it was delicious. And Rachel hadn't made it in a while and our youngest convinced her to make it. And I said, oh, man, I didn't know you liked Mississippi pot roast. He goes, yeah, it's OK. But he goes, I know you really love it. And 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 mom hasn't made it in a while. And I was like, oh, you're the best. Like, <laughs> like he guilt tripped guilt tripped her into making it and it was for me the whole time i got him i got him all brainwashed kyle <laughs> uh, that sounds delicious mississippi yeah. pot roast Dude, it's so good it's so yeah. good um all right so we have some exciting stuff today we're gonna we got some actual product news mm. regarding shadow collective so we're gonna we're gonna open with that um and then after that we're going to talk some Invader League because that has started and we've all played some games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about what, what lists we're running. And then we're going to talk about uh, how to counter <laughs> the, the droid hotness uh, and more specifically spider droids. Yeah. So um, we hit that a little bit in our countering droids episode, but we're going to hit it a little more specifically in this one. So um, let's start with Shadow Collective because we got like some real products posted to the store page that are apparently coming at some point yeah yeah i'm i'm having trouble wrapping my head around it uh i guess i'm just gonna (laughs) wait until it's out right like yeah it it just seems like there there's a lot going on and then the fact that they you know like the pikes for instance can go in any any list or any faction list like i i don't fully understand how it's gonna work yet except the store page says that they can go in uh, just separatists so that's yeah seems to be counter to what we've been told so far but yes but the, i think that kind of is is your point right yeah like, yeah um well and i wonder if it's that there was uh there's that one card i think they had showed on stream that's a it's like a five point upgrade and you can mm-hmm. add a separatist into so maybe it's part of that I, this is the problem it's all just like piecemeal crazy yeah. information and so i'm like i i i mentally can't even conceptualize this until it's in my hands and they go oh th-, and then we all talk it through you know so give right. us rules <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah show some cards yeah. you want like like paint stream random off the cuff like show some freaking cards yeah um i will like s- actual cards that are not blurred out or anything <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> I, w- I will say though i i'm my positive takeaway from this is that um we are already in the wild west of Legion. Like this yeah. is the, this is the best time to be playing Legion in, since this game has started. Um, I fully believe that, and this is about to set put that into overdrive because if I'm understanding what's crazy, yeah, what's going on, it's just going to get even. You you literally could show up and not know what you're going to face for all your matches, you know. Yeah. And I think that's you know unlike Evan who had to face four droidless in one day, uh, but you know. Uh, who knows like it's just it's it's crazy talk and i love it and it's it's amazing and i'm so excited well and i love darth maul so sure um i don't really care like if i can use those units in 
another army or not, or how that even works. I don't care. I'm buying that starter set because it has Darth Maul in it. So, um, which another positive note, I think it's only 70 bucks, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That seems like kind of, I mean, I know there's no dice or range rulers in there, but that seems like kind of a steal for a box well, with what, six units in it? Well, it's three, like it's th basically three bot like unit boxes plus a commander box. But then yeah. there's also like the commander, like the capo and the black sun leader. Yep. So it's yeah, like six units. Yeah, that's seven maybe. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, I will be getting that. Um, and there's also uh, Gar Saxon um, Mandalorian Super Commandos, which are the Maul command Maul Mandalorians basically. Yeah. Uh, Pikes and then Black Sun. Am I yeah. missing anything? Uh, uh, upgrade nope. the cards, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the card pack. Yeah. So that looks yeah. like at the very least. It looks like you could get the card pack and get some upgrades. And I mean, the, the, the interesting leak was that the A5 speeder truck, that's going to make it playable in the, in different factions. So that, yeah, I don't know what that means, but that's, that seems crazy to me. Yeah. Be, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the card pack is going to be super cheap and it'll have like all your, like, as far as I can tell, it has the bounty, uh, hunt, the new bounty hunter cards. Yeah some merc yep. stuff and then just new upgrade cards well and i think that answered that question a lot of people i saw were worried like oh i'm gonna have to buy the whole starter kit to get the boba fat card like that's all i want to play is boba fat and it's like no just buy this 12 dollar card pack or whatever it's gonna yep. 13 card pack and you're good to go and i think that's brilliant and this is what yeah, originally great. they were going to do right was they were all these changes that they've been eradicating and making they were going to release them in these card packs like once a quarter i think they had said at one time and now they're get. i'm glad they're getting back to that because that's exactly it's that easy cards are cheap and easy to print like let's do it get them out there and and publish you know let's go yeah. oh dude i'm i'm jacked i'm jacked I'm out of my excited. mind i know i'm just really excited to paint those minute i mean mall looks great Aside from that one weird face, I'm definitely using the other one. But uh, Maul looks amazing, tactical rock and all. The pikes look great. Um, yep. The Black Suns look awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get them. I'm going to play Shadow Collective because it appears to be the Maul faction, and I'm all in on that. So, yep. um, where can folks uh, get this stuff if they want to get it, Jay? Well, Kyle, you could go to the fifthtrooper.com and get all your Legion needs. We actually. So a little behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I didn't get a big notice about the pre-orders. They just on Twitter were like, hey, these are for pre-order and magically they were there. Um, so I'm, I'm getting that ready. And by the time you listen to this, it'll be up on our website ready for pre-order. So you can go ahead and get it. We also just got a huge new shipment in of Legion stuff. So we've got everything in stock. Uh, right now in house and as you guys know our back orders really don't take that long to get anyways and so you know so back orders are pretty easy to get but uh yeah so we got everything in stock we're gonna have pre-orders up i'm really excited it's gonna be great so very exciting time for legion right now yeah yeah i'm jacked man yeah jacked. play i've been playing like three four games a week oh my god this is the best <laughs> this is the best I'm wondering if this stuff is going to be out before Atlantic City in June. Uh, it's going to be close, right? I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's be close. still going to be like the two week. You still have your two weeks right before the tournament. That stuff's well, not. Maybe it's a frontline event. It's not an official. Interview. Oh, right, right, so right. Yeah. I think they can do whatever they want. I, I mean, there's a decent chance that the card pack at least will be out. Like, at yeah. least in, in my head, the card pack should be the easiest to get to market so and that itself will be 
great for bounty hunters and stuff. So, yeah. And as far as, you know, we don't have a release, you know, even though we're a retailer now and we can sell Legion, we don't have a release date yet. They just said June to us as well. So I don't have any like background yeah. information. Please, please don't that. bug us for that. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, uh, my distributor, the ladies was just like, yep, they release in June. When I know the date, you'll know the date. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, very excited. Yep. Um, um, on the Asthma Day site, it says June 17th. Oh. Um, oh I mean, it's, it's not highly specific. It's not huge, but there's, it's sort of a little fine print at the bottom there. I see June 17th. Okay. So big grain of salt there because who knows, but yeah, uh, right. that's the date that they say right now anyway. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm ordering like three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Well, let's, um, you got any other housekeeping for us, Jay, before we move on? Yeah. Um, I got a couple of things. So, um, you know, that, that I, uh, that narrative thing that they did at, um, at Adepticon, the, uh, di- Diagona. Yeah. So yeah. I actually got my hands on one of those kits and, uh, we're going to demo it and probably live stream it here in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to put together a couple armies and do a live stream. Um, and then also we are going to start doing some live streams in the next few weeks, uh, doing, we're going to do skirmish. We're going to do some skirmish games and, and some other legions. So live streams slash battle reports. I, I haven't quite decided which one. Live streams are easier because we just stream them and then I move on with my life. Uh, you know, um, but yeah, we're getting all set over here at the studio to do that, which I'm really excited about. So so keep your eyes out for that. You know, support us on Patreon if you love the all the content that we put out, all the tools. You know, we got that new tool, legionstats.thefifthtrooper.com. We have legionhq.thefifthtrooper.com. We have legionquickguide.com. We have the blog. We have the podcast. We have the YouTube channel, which we just did the Adepticon stream. You know what helps get us to do all that is our Patreon. All our wonderful Patreon supporters, like pay for for us to go do that so really you should be thanking them and if you want to be part of it you should get on the patreon and and support us because that's where all that content that's how we fund all that stuff is is through the patreon so please support us on patreon because tim you know he needs to eat and that's the only way he's gonna (laughs) he's gonna eat this month is is if you support us on patreon so please if you want tim to continue to be on the podcast continue writing and continue to be alive uh, we need you to support us on Patreon. So, <laughs> good for Tim. Yeah, Un- university classes don't pay for themselves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somehow we gotta get that ramen and peanut butter and jelly up to him so he can he can survive the winter here. That's very cold winters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we should we jump into Invader? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Invader has started. We are in the round robin stage. Um, Jay and I are in North America East. Tim, you are in West, right? That is true, yep. Yeah. So why don't we each go through uh, our experience so far, what what list we're playing, whatever you want to talk about related to Invader League. All right. Tim, go. Okay. Yep, I'm in West because I'm right in the middle, so I got to choose. And I like to be up later, so West made sense. Um, with the new time zones, I li- I've liked it in general, just because you can choose that kind of stuff more. 
makes it just a little bit any better. Anyway, um, my list, I'm doing a DLT captain up Luke style thing for DLT captains with SA, two rebel officers, three snipers, and Luke. Uh, my officers are, one of them has portable scanner, one of them has um, electrobinox, so I have one aim I can throw out per turn, which has been useful. Um, I played one game so far, it was against Zeus Juice, Matt, who uh, is a fellow Canadian who I got to meet in Vegas, actually. Um, we had a really close game. Um, it was sort of kind of a mirror. He has five DLT captain essay thing, um, which... It's, it's gross, with Luke yeah. Skywalker. He's, he's with the Luke, one yeah. that bounced me from Adepticon. With that list. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can, I can say firsthand, he's a very good player. Also, oh, yeah. that list is disgusting. He, he was top four, right? Yeah, he was third. top four. Third, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like playing against a droids list in a lot of ways because, like, there's 30 rebel troopers. Um, that it's just a lot of them. <laughs> it's a little daunting, and they're all hiding behind dodges that they can spend with situational awareness. So, and and I mean like white surging saves instead of like non surging saves. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's it's a lot. <laughs> yep. Um, and we ended up, so this was sort of the dilemma was, so I had the bid, I was 795, he was 798. Um, so I could either choose like, and, and with Invader, um, all the battle decks are public knowledge. So it gives even more sort of a dimension to the red, blue versus red choice. Cause I could see his battle deck was virtually identical to mine. <laughs> I think I had, he had minefield and I have war weary, I think was a difference but that doesn't really matter for those lists. So whatever. Yep, yep. So I could either choose like the map we had, there was a side that I did prefer, but not heavily. Um, so it was like, do I choose blue to have basically the advantage in um, sabotage or hostage, or do I choose red? So I could potentially set the battlefield and also pick my side. I ended up picking blue and we ended up on sabotage. And I really liked being blue because that meant that I was able to sit back um, and I also have three snipers to his two snipers. So I was able to just sort of sit at range for a while and pick apart. Um, and then he took a shot at my DLT squad that had four models left and rolled five crits. <laughs> and then the squad went down. <laughs> so then uh, the roles were reversed and I had to sort of go at him. He did say, and I agreed with him, like he did that sort of very early in turn two. He's like, mm, wish I would have been able to do that like later. because it was like I was able to pivot really quickly um, and it basically ended up being sort of this huge game of attrition and both of our Lukes just sort of went by each other and touched each other's object or VAPs and I mean the game came down I made a real bad blunder in that I had some standby set up and I sort of got blood bloodlust because if I would have killed Luke I would have just won the game but then I shot it was like it wasn't going to happen but instead of like I just kept sitting standbys to try and shoot him and instead I should have just moved closer to the VAP because um, I should have been able to like get way more units to be able to touch it. But basically it came down to um, I had enough guys to touch the VAP so I could get it. Like it ended up being three to three. Like each, each both of us had a VAP that was one down. Um, and basically he had more guys to touch his VAP, but um, I was able to use one of his activated units to like, I put Luke on one spot killed a unit and then like pushed them around so i was like there was like units that could just barely get there but i just put the guys around in the spot that they had to get to and it was a heartbreaking win and a heartbreaking loss but it was about as close a game as i've ever played 
because I came down to literally millimeters. <laughs> so I'm one and oh so far, and that's my story. <laughs> that's that's a great like tactic that I don't see used enough on VAPs when you have a force user and access to force push is if you need to block a VAP, whether it's your opponent's or yours, and there's an activated unit of your opponent's near it, um, just surround it with that unit. And they probably can't do anything about it unless they have like pull the strings or guidance or serve. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, the, or bombs, I guess, to kill their own units. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, the the only thing here was that um, like the unit, his unit only had two models in it, not three. Yeah. So I couldn't actually like fully, like I didn't have four models to surround it with. Right. So I basically, like, I sort of had to like do a whole bunch of measuring and basically mm -hmm. like make a flower that was like just pointed units towards where he had to be. And yeah, <laughs> so. I had I had a situation like that last season on Vaps. Um, similar, it was a displacement that yeah. moved his unit, but I was able to like surround his Vap with his own unit. Yeah. So. I mean, it also came down like I also made a big boo boo, and then I played standing orders to go for the four pip, mm. but my rebel officers were not close enough to Luke. Mm. Which I mean, an experience shows here. Yeah. Uh, for I, I just haven't played that list enough. Like yep. he he had moved his officer close enough to Luke to give him an order with standing yep. orders, and I hadn't. Um, so that was a minor or not a minor error, pretty big error. <laughs> but I I was able to make up for it with some good placement, and also like I pulled Luke late enough that there was an activated unit to be able to do that with. Um, so yeah. But, you know, it was a good game. Matt's a fun guy. Yep. Super polite. I guess that uh, it's, I'm not surprised now to learn that he was Canadian. I guess I didn't know yeah, that before. Yeah, he's, he's uh, from, uh, well, he lives in Vancouver now. Okay. Yeah. No, just outside of Vancouver. I can't remember if he's actually proper, but yeah. Well, I'm playing Palpatine. Um, for the first time in three years, the last time I played him was at Nova Open in 2019. <laughs> so, uh, a lot's changed since then. That was before burst of speed. That was before first force barrier. Oh, um, I hate I hate force barrier <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Go ahead. There's, sorry. <laughs> there's a lot of debate over um, Palpatine's force powers now, which is actually I think pretty great because it used to be, you know, back in the day you would put anger in there and then you would have two blank force slots. Yeah, I think my no open list had. Yep. exactly that it was anger and then two blank force slots and it's like he's got master of the force too it feels like a total waste he has three force slots also feels like a total waste but now i feel like i want him to have four force slots because i would love <laughs> to take anger barrier push and yeah. um i'm blanking burst yeah Duh. burst of speed um but there's a lot of debate basically over like push or barrier or do you drop anger for both yeah um I'm a firm believer in that anger is not droppable on Palpatine. Um, like if I had to choose between like burst of speed and anger, I would pick anger. Um, <laughs> let me, so uh, it makes an will die so much more reliable. Um, he's got that double rainbow attack pool with surge crit. Um, a lot of times you're firing into cover, which isn't great for an will die. Uh, like, when you play an now you will die you need it to land like you yep. need to kill four units with it usually um and anger goes a long way you know every time you take a wound with another you die it's the name token 
and there's usually like a black, sometimes a red dice to reroll on those. If you if you get four hits with the reds and the blacks and you only got whites, you can save an aim token for the next attack. Like it's it makes your entire and now you will die attack way more reliable. Um, basically, it's like give Palpatine four aim tokens on the turn that he can attack an unlimited number of times. Um, seems good. So, um, yeah, would not leave home without anger. I think push versus Barry is a much more interesting discussion. Uh, push, I think Luke Cook is also running Palpatine, <laughs> um, and he took push. He's a he's a he's a on team push. I'm on team barrier. Um, I can see the argument from push against like a melee skew yeah. uh, or against like a force user with a skew. You would definitely rather have push. Um, but in almost any other situation, barrier is just so good. Um, because you have barrier, you have protector on your roller guard, and you have a medic. So it just makes all your units way more durable. You know, if you shoot Palpatine, the RG just guardian it with protector. Even if you get crits, if you shoot literally anything else, um, you barrier it and maybe the IRG also guarding that and you have a medic. So uh, it just kind of like is really good at spreading the damage around. Um, you can say barrier for the piercing shots. So yeah, I'm a big believer in barrier. It, it's then- so it's so demoralizing. So I've played three, two games now, three with barrier. And it's like, you're like shooting something close and you're like, oh, I got this. And then it's like, barrier and you're like no like no (laughs) i was just about to kill that person you know oh my god it it can be it definitely is demoralizing to a degree yeah i mean especially with red saves like even like you take like a saber tank shot even like in the open it's like oh nine but or maybe not open but i was gonna say like in cover it's like oh you take two off for cover two off for barrier and suddenly that's that nine is now five and with red saves, that should only be two and a half wounds. Hmm. So just taking like that barrier two on all your red saves, just like not get, takes away a guaranteed wound, but that's a wound you're saving per turn. Yeah. Ugh. Possibly two. Possibly two. Yeah. I've actually entertained taking barrier on Anakin in a clone list. Um, it's just saber throw is so good with him. And of course there's force push, uh, like if he had three, four slots, 100%, I'd be taking barrier in that third one. Um, but yeah, it's just really good. I would staple it to Palpatine personally. I think it's great on Dooku. I would consider it over either choke or burst of speed on Dooku. Um, I would consider it in some situations on Jedi Luke. I, I was going to say it's good enough that Jedi Luke, like it's a consideration for Luke. Yeah. The, the primary thing with Luke the primary limitation with Luke is unlike Dooku and Palpatine, he tends to not be close enough to your yeah, core units. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. And, um, and also only Master the Force one. Right. Um, so yeah, he tends to be like a lot more forward yeah. most yeah. of the time than those quote-unquote support force users. I've, I've used, I've tried it on him. That's the primary issue with Barrier with Jedi Luke. So. Well, I mean, I mean, it's like it was, it was, I know Vader's in the picture, but it was really built for Palpatine. I mean, it's, it's the perfect force upgrade for him because he's near the army, the IRG, you know, snipers, somebody's always around him in the backfield. And so he's just like, no, 
Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> and you're like, no, what? He's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. And he did a lot of work yeah. getting those, getting those, oh, yeah. those hits through. You know um, that 20 yeah. minutes I you just, spent getting that perfect fire lane with yeah, that yeah. unit? No. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not interested in rolling saves. We're just yeah. not gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna pass yeah. on that. Um try again next time. Oh, I'm gonna elevate Palpatine and refresh barrier and uh yeah, you want to shoot at me again? That's cool. I'll just, you know, right. I don't really feel like rolling saves. So. It, it's like the perfect <laughs> frustrating Sith move that, like, yeah, uh, yeah I do want to give into my anger now. Like, I, I'm <laughs> like, I'm really angry about everything that's happening, and this is complete bullcrap. <laughs> yeah. Now the downside is that the unit does still get a suppression token, um, which is there's. I'll get into the rest of my list. I'm trying to solve this problem. Uh, there's there's two main weaknesses to the Palpatine list. The first is that uh, you have quite a few like important Courage 1 units that have literally no way to mitigate suppression. There's no Inspire on the list. There's no Compel. Yeah. Um, they're not going to panic because uh, Palpatine, <laughs> unless you're at War Worry. More on that later. <laughs> because Palpatine's Courage 4. Um, but like they're going to lose actions to suppression and for something like Short Troopers, that's a problem. Uh, so I'm trying to figure that out. The second thing is that um, Palpatine lists tend to be short on anti-armor compared to other lists generally, but especially compared to other Empire lists. Um, it is what it is. You kind of just have to muddle through if you face armor, but uh, Dwarf Spider Droids are kind of doing the gatekeeping job in that department right now for Palpatine, so <laughs> it's a good spot for him. Um, yeah. Anyway, the rest of my list is... Um, so he's got anger, burst, barrier, aggressive tactics. Uh, clearly, you could do force push there, and that would be totally defensible. Um, two shores with T21B, two mortars, uh, a unit of storms with the T21 and the medical droid, three sniper strikes with um, the sniper, and then royal guard with the electro staff, tenacity protector, and environmental gear. And that is 795. So a decent bit in there, too. Um, Essentially, it's like the 2019 slash 2020 old school Palpatine list, but now you have some more points to work with because Empire is everything is cheaper now. So you add like a heavy out of the storm unit, basically. Um, and then, of course, you have burst of speed and barrier. Burst of speed, man, uh, that is really far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, so, uh, it just changes uh, everything. It really does. Yeah. And uh, I had not used it on Palpatine. This is the first tournament I played Palpatine in versus Speed. I played my game versus Bees. Um, this is my first group stage game. Bees is running basically Iden Tactical Strike with ISF and Inferno Squad and Boba Fett. Um, and uh, I was able to kind of position to zone out the Tactical Strike on the first turn um, and the second turn. Uh, and it was like pretty obvious that it was coming on third turn and Palpatine was still like, we were playing on that Sorgan map with the huts and stuff. Palpatine was pretty far. He was like in my back line basically. And he had Inferno squad, uh, a unit of ISF and like three short trooper units that were kind of roughly range two ish, three ish from like the front of my line. Um, and I'm like, I think I can get there this turn even though Palpatine's like, like a good six to eight inches back from my front line, like I think I can get there, and uh, so I played, and now you will die. <laughs> and he played tactical strike, 
and it was funny because after the game, I went back and watched the commentary, and Madman Rambler was was um, commentating. He's like, "This is a little odd. I think maybe this is like a late, you know, like an end of turn, and now you'll die after everything's moved up a little bit. I don't know. He seems kind of far. Anyway, I activate Palpatine. Uh, he does his double move, and like he's right there, like yeah. directly in <laughs> yeah. the face of the ISF, like open shots, and." Um, both on the Inferno squad on ISF on all of the short troopers, like he was just like boom, you know, like in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, that was okay. There he is. Um, and then he killed everything basically. <laughs> uh, the uh, in the game I played against Zeus, we both had bursts of speeds on our Luke, uh-huh. which meant that there was sort of this like 19 and a half inch gap between our armies, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's really interesting how it affects force user play. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. And uh, Beast actually, he played a great game. He um, he was able to create a situation where he scored, we are an intercept, and he scored 2-0 on the first scoring turn on turn two, um, which like you can, on intercept, you can sort of concede that middle point on the first and even the second scoring round. And then you can tie it up on the last one and just win on points. Um, I'm very comfortable doing that. I've done that several times. Um, but like, if you, if you don't score a point, like you got to go two one mm-hmm. on the first two scoring rounds to do that. If you don't score a point on that first round, that's a real problem. That means you have to at a minimum zero out the center point and to claim one other point, um, on the, on turn four, um, or you just basically lose automatically. <laughs> so, um, even after Palpatine went, like total jazz hands on turn three, it was still a game because I had to, um, there was a lot of back and forth. Uh, I had to get all of my units basically to the center point. They were pretty far away because he did a good job zoning me with the tactical strike threat. We were on disarray, so it got even weirder. Um, It was a pretty crazy game. Um, I ended up pulling it out by like swamping the middle point on turn four. And then uh, Boba, who if he had killed Palpatine, would have scored a bounty and essentially just won automatically, even though he only he had like four models left. Um, but uh, I actually shot Bobo a lot on turn five because he had to move up near the end of the turn and then he panicked <laughs> on the last turn. So, um, did yeah, uh, that, was, that was bit of pretty much it. Um, did Palp but, did Palp end up going down? No, um, <laughs> nice. in fact, Palpatine did not take any wounds after the now you will die turn. This is where I want to talk about protector. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> because like i mean sort of like barrier protector like there's no variance with protector you know because you can block crits so your opponent sends through two crits and you're just like yeah i'm just i'm just flip protector and i'm gonna roll those on the rg like you can't even hope for crits yep. and then you activate the rd and you recover and you flip it back over and then you can do it again so um it just kind of removes like all the uncertainty from the possibility that palpatine could take more wounds so when I did the annual die, they were at range one of the IRG. Um, I kept them there basically for the rest of the game. Um, there was like a little bit of a, um, you know, uh, knife's edge moment where he actually managed to essentially like scope the model that was at range one of Palpatine. So there was like one activation where I didn't have um, Guardian on Palpatine, but he was he was able to, he got shot like one time and he was able to tank it basically. But yeah, um, Palpatine, I only did an die three times. Palpatine got healed. He was at three health for the rest of the game, basically. Uh, 
So, yeah, I kind of expected him to die. And then I just, I realized how durable all that Guardian medic tech <laughs> is with Protector. Yep. Yeah, I, I had considered Into the Fray on Royal Guard um, instead of Protector. I'm so glad that I ended up locking Protector. Um, it's just, it just removes all the uncertainty from keeping Palpatine alive, which is really important. So, I mean, with those sort of guardian units like Magna Guard or IRG with a, like a big heavy points force user, I think having at least one protector is pretty stapled at this point. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like, I mean, I haven't seen people do it a lot, but if you ran like double Magna Guard with Dooku and both of them have protector, oh, I think Dooku is just kind of invincible. Right. (laughs) Like it in that case, like it's at that point, it's almost a little too much. But in this rare case where someone is like, oh, here's five crits, well then you just go flip them both and I'm fine. Right. Um yeah. And then you put, I mean, if you want, you put barrier on Dooku, and then after they shoot the Magna Guard, you barrier it. And then you take like one robot air droid. Well, and they, and, and they, have, they have dodges, too, so... Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I hate everything you're saying right now. <laughs> don't do, sorry, droid players, don't do that. It's terrible. Why? I mean, at this point, just put three Magna Guard and just run them up as an investable ball and... Yeah, seriously, Dooku with... I mean, that would be pretty expensive. I think, too, yeah. is you're probably, like, sort of soft-capped at two. Yeah. Because you'd be running, like, a bunch of naked B1s. Um, but, yeah, like, Dooku, two Magna Guard with Protector and Situational Awareness, and, like, one Repair Bot for Ion Tokens and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That seems really good to me. Uh, uh, Snyder, I hope you're not listening to this. Um <laughs> <laughs> totally it, it gets even worse so you could do you could do dooku the magna guard with the with the rocket and protector five naked battle droids and two dwarf spiders with attack protocols and ion and and dooku and you could add some stuff on dooku i don't know if the dwarf makes sense there but like you could that's do a little it. awkward if you don't i think if you don't have kalani yeah, um, the as, iron as, as, are a lot more awkward. But but that that, w- that would help against like any um, armor potential, right? Because I think you would struggle against that a little bit. But I mean, at that point, you just have the rockets on the magna guards and a bunch of like critical or impact weapons on B ones, and you're good to yeah. go. Yeah, just put rockets on the B ones and the magnus. I think you'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be more concerned about like other droids where they have spider ions. But if you have one or two repair bots, I think you're fine there too. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Might have to paint. I still have an unopened Magna Guard. You can't see it because of this background, but I have an unopened Magna Guard box behind me. I might have to paint those up for a That sounds really fun. <laughs> for oh, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that's Invader. I'm I'm super looking forward to at least doing the rest of this round robin with Palpatine. And honestly, like he's kind of like a I don't know how I put him down. It's just he's so fun to play. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I played one ladder league elims with him, and I was like, "This is some of the most fun legion I've ever played." <laughs> yeah, I um, I I would completely agree with the list that I'm playing. So, I mean, I'm I'm an invader league as well. I'm I'm two uh-huh. and a, I'm two and zero right now, nice. and you know, I think I've brought this up on the cast, but my my goal is this list that I'm playing is I'm going to play it for a year, no matter what. 
Um, I've tweaked it. I've played it enough that I've got it in a good place that I like what it's doing. And basically what I have is a rebel officer with vigilance and portable scanner. I have uh, OP Luke with burst of speed, force push, force reflexes, seize the initiative. I have Sabine with seize the initiative, recon, environmental gear, and uh, dark saber. And a lot of people ask me why environmental gear? She has jump. And my, my answer to this all the time is the same reason you put it on uh, commander Luke is because uh-huh. you can only jump once, man. Like, and there's usually a barricade or some bullshit between you and whatever you're trying to get to. So you jump over the building and then you just environmental gear over the barricade and you move on with your life. Um, And so, and then I have two vets with the CM93. I have two of the medium blasters and three snipers. And uh, I love this list. I'm, it's, uh, you know, you guys can watch my first game was on a stream. Um, it is opposite of how I've always played. And Kyle knows Kyle's been uh, Kyle and I've played a few games with this and, and it's just um, I'm being patient. Um, I'm playing standing orders a lot, which wasn't something I ever did with the double ATSTs. I didn't play standing orders once. Um, and so, you know, I'm it's slower games. Uh, they're a lot longer because you're being more careful. You have to, cause they're rebels with white t-shirts uh-huh. and, and, yeah. and even though Sabine and Luke can tank sometimes, um, you know, I, I make mistakes with them and they can die just as quick. And so, you know, you have to be really careful, but the payoff is always there because you have this, it's like, um, you know, like March, right? Like in like a lamb and out like a lion sort of thing where you, you're just kind of like patiently waiting for your moment. And then when you hit that moment, it's like pure insanity for like two rounds, right? And that's, it's it's really good. And I've enjoyed it a lot. And uh, yeah, I've been doing all right with it. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited. And yeah, one year. So one year with this and as many games as I can get in, I'm like, fully on board with competitive like i've you guys know me you guys know me for a while the listeners have listened that have listened for a while i'm always like the go like have fun like i don't know i'm just gonna take a couple atsts and we'll see what happens uh and but now i'm like trying to be as serious as i can it being a game uh but be as serious as i can competitively and really trying hard to 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 get myself up there uh, skill wise, you know, and using this list to, to push me into that. So, cause I think this is that list that's, uh, I don't know, Kyle, you, you know, my play style, you know, me it's the lot, lo- the longest on here, but like, this is the antithesis of what I do. And so <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's teaching me a lot of good lessons. So. Yeah. I tuned into one of your games and I was like, wow, she's being really patient. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the 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 fifth trooper uh, chat was. Uh, I mean, as long as he stays patient, just stay patient. We, we may have, may may we may or may not have had our doubts. <laughs> I'll tell you that game. So you guys can watch it on stream. So I guess I can talk about it. It's out there. I think Madman did it uh, or whatever his name is. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I basically had opportunity to kill units. 
and just chose not to because it wasn't required and it would have just put me into like a danger zone, you know? So instead of killing them, I was just force pushing and bullying them around with Luke and then like getting into melee with units, but not attacking with Luke just because all I needed to do was lock them down, not actually kill them because that wasn't necessary, you know? And they couldn't really kill Luke because he had two dodges and they only throw two black dice so you know it was like okay and so you know i mean that is opposite opposite of everything i've been doing for the last three years which is just kill that's my whole goal with the delay tst list is like i don't care what battlefield we have i'm just gonna kill everything you own um and that is not this list and i'm i've been having fun and i've been enjoying it and they're the games are long and stressful uh, but I think it's worth it because of all the like skills that I'm picking up along the way and, and bettering myself as a player. So. Yep. Um, yep. I, that was so dismissive. <laughs> yep. That's, that's a very like Jedi, uh, you know, um, knowledge and defense uh, kind of mentality that you're using there with, yeah. with Jedi Luke. Like, I don't, I don't need to kill these guys. I'm just going to give them a nice warm hug um, and get some dodge tokens, you know? Yeah. I mean, really because, okay. So if, if you're to compare the two lists, you know, we could talk this out. So the double, a double ATST list, double do back, triple, (laughs) triple, uh, uh, strike, not the, not the, snipers but the just the scout yeah Yeah, the scout no the full oh right yeah yeah. sorry yeah yeah Yeah, four full scout uh and then it's just kill oh you're coming here die like that's i don't even care about the objectives i'm just killing you um but this is more of an objective based list and like okay we're playing in the objectives which is a completely different game and so you don't have to kill to to win objectives sometimes um uh, on the same vein as like palp um like different force like powers as well like luke has a, a lot ton of really good force powers now also and also his training slot is also got it interesting yep yeah um, into the fray i think is, is kind of trendy right now uh, right yeah. that's what i that's what i have <laughs> um i mean and like in jay's list season initiative is super good because it just gives control um but the like into the fray sort of doubles down on luke's survivability yeah which is already ridiculous which is already ridiculous. Yeah. i mean the thing it, it, it really helps with is like if you have like two magnas in your face because they're each going to punch luke yeah. and like without into the fray one of them's going to be able to punch really good but like especially for like the um full surprises turn you could have like a surge token or two for that like yeah. oh my non-dodge punch and now he's invincible yeah, I, yeah I, well, not invincible, not but definitely. In, not invincible, but like more I was say, what, what do you know? Yeah. One invincible. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, it's funny. Um, yeah, seize is critical for my list and and how how I play it. Um, but burst of speed, it seems at first like I was like, I don't know, maybe this is kind of redundant on Luke because he's moving, you know. But dude, it has put me in positions that I would never have been in without it, and just going. Oh no, I'm going to move three with both him and Sabine. I'm going to get in. I'm going to mix in with all your guys and I'm going to start murdering stuff now. So I hope you're ready for that, you know, and that, oh man, it's so good. I mean, I, w- I was sold on burst as soon as John at LVO basically crossed the table with Luke in one activation. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it was like even more obvious on like an actual table. It's like you're way over there, and now it's yeah. like oh, now you're right in right in my. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's 16 inches basically, which is almost range three. Like that's yeah. that's really far. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think I think it comes. You know. <clears throat> having it on Luke because the way he, the way he works and how he operates, like I always felt like I played, I don't know, a handful of games without burst. And I was just like, ah, I'm just like short of getting where I want to get, you know? And like, I, Oh man, if only I had burst, I could get back here and I could do something. And so I put it on and I haven't looked back like burst force, push force reflexes. Those are, those are the, what I love on that Luke. Like it's so good. I, I mean, especially when Luke, like his goal is to dive into a ball of units. Mm-hmm. So he gets there with burst and then the turn after, even if there's a withdrawal, well, he can speed one of the thing that withdrew or just yeah. into another unit. Um, and I think the way to mitigate with Luke, because he still has that speed one move is like, just make sure that you're diving into a ball of like yeah. two or three units. And there's always going to be ability to grab another unit, even when you can only move speed one. Yeah. And then I... I'm going to give you guys all a little hint here. Not you two, you know, but the listeners, OP Luke has disengaged folks. So when you think he's tied up uh, and he hasn't tapped first to speed yet, he's going where he wants to go and there's nothing you could do to stop him. And so just be prepared for that. Uh, Cause I, I, in all the games I've played where I've done that every, every single person's like, Oh God, that's right. He has disengaged. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's I don't that's not one of those like big keywords that like everybody's thinking of with Luke and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god he has disengaged like <laughs> I mean he can fairly reliably get away from like a doggy pile of three units as long as like one of the units is fairly wounded already yeah because he can like swipe force push disengage yeah like even if there's four units in with them he could theoretically like Santa Skywalker go dead dead push run away um, yep. Which is probably not ideal, but like yeah. it just it but just sort of is a lot to tie down <laughs> and force user with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah. yeah, so I've been I've been having fun. Um I know I've talked a lot of crap about Invader League in the past, and uh I stand by those statements. The only thing that's changed that has made it better is I love what they're doing with the the North north america east west like that's the best thing that they could have done because that was always the biggest hurdle and roadblock for me for playing was like i get paired up with somebody in like australia or germany or something they'd be like hey I, or even what the worst is west coast right like so pacific time where they'd be like yeah i could start at uh, eight my time and i'm like dude that's 11 o'clock like what are you talking like, oh yeah oh, I'm of not, course of yeah. course the east coast is gonna crap right. on the west coast but. yeah <laughs> that's correct <laughs> Well, when you want to start at 11 o'clock my time, I'm not playing Legion till three o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry. It's just not something I'm going to do. Uh, so, no, this has been great. Uh, I think they've been doing a great job this year with Invader League, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. And I, I like how they've split the teams. I like those little uh, award things that they had on the stream. Like, that's really neat to tell you who got out of what brackets. And, um, yeah. So if you haven't played and you and you guys out there, you should definitely join next season. It's a ton of fun. Everybody's cool. The round robins just, it's a good gauge too. 
to see like where everybody's at like if especially if you've just been playing like locals and you want to know like oh i'm gonna go to uh gen con or adepticon or you know nova and i just want to see what where my skill level is at like just jumping into invader league and doing a round robin like you it's a good it's a good gauge of where you're at and where everybody else is at and make sure to check out the streams that are around yeah. yes please check out the streams we need we need more streamers and more streams so the way that we get more streamers and more streams for invader is when people watch them yep yep even if you're just like painting or something yeah just throw it out in the background you know you're rocking your baby to sleep yeah exactly throw it on in the background yeah throw on the dulcet tones of an invader league stream (laughs) (laughs) all right should we quickly talk about countering spider droids Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we said we were going to talk about it. So. Uh, I gotta, let me let me get my notebook here. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how to counter spider droids. Yes, go on. Listening. <laughs> so it depends on what faction you're running and what list you're running. Um, I think yeah. I think tip number one is regardless of what it is that you're running. Um, Make sure when you can kill them, you kill them all the way from full to dead. Yeah. Uh, like before they can go again. Because even the the ion spiders tend to kind of be far back. But um, you know, they have that self-destruct thing. And if they can land that, you know, that's that's like a bombing run bomb. Right. Yep. Um, so and two speed two moves with a spider droid sized base is pretty far. Yep. Um so just just like be aware of that if you're killing a spider droid, uh, you know a damage token is kind of likely to impair their ability to double move and do that. But even like a single move is pretty far, uh, and self destruct is a free action. So just like, and they often have repair droids, so they can yeah, potentially yeah, move yeah. those damage tokens anyway. So just just like be aware of that if you're going to kill a spider droid, make sure you commit to killing a spider droid like quickly with burst damage. Um, so that's tip number one Um, number two is you should probably still be bringing some kind of critical A because critical is good but B you know spider droids are they're white saves so you can like you can damage a spider droid with critical um, but also just some impact like I know armor is not as big of a thing right now because of the spider droids Um, but at the end of the day there's six health with a white save so you know, you can kill them with impact. The, my favorite is Anakin Saber th- throw fire supported by an RPS, which 78% of the time one shots a spider droid from full to dead, <laughs> uh, which is pretty good. Um, I know not everyone plays Anakin. Uh, very, not many people play Anakin. So if you don't have that tool in your toolbox, um, you know, you probably brought at least one other impact weapon, you know, uh, it's probably going to be like something close to a waste of time to shoot B1s with that, unless you're talking about, you know, speeder bikes shooting B1s in the open or something like that. Um, so maybe go after those ion spiders. Uh, you also don't have to kill them necessarily. Um, you know, spider droids need two actions to recover and then shoot or shoot, recover. Uh, the ion spiders do anyway. Um, so make them turn, make them pivot if you can do that. Um, you know, if you are building a deck with deployments in it and you can avoid 
ones like long march or rollout, which are short edge to short edge. You might want to consider those because it's a lot easier to flank a spider droid when you're going long edge to long edge. Um, if you have any access to ion, maybe consider taking one like Bistan, Snowtrooper Ion, your own spider droids. Uh, because if they have an ion token, then they can't shoot recover or recover shoot. So um, yeah, make them pivot, throw some ion tokens on them, and then you might not even have to kill them. Or get close. Like they, they are a two to four weapon. Yep. So like, especially with melee units, if you can engage within that range, then they'll have to back up and shoot. Yep. Or, so. Right. Which is another action that they can't usually afford to take. So exactly. They like to be stationary, as stationary as possible. Um, think of them like a turret. You know, that can only shoot forward. Uh, hopefully you can hide behind some line of sight blockers if you have to be in that forward arc, but try and set up a situation where you don't have to be in that forward arc. So. Yep. Any other thoughts? Yeah, I also, mean, go sorry. ahead. No, oh, go I, was, ahead. I was also going to say, make sure you have uh, cover against them. Because yes. it's six, like, I mean, it's sort of a general legion rule, but like yeah, yeah. the way their dice pool works, getting heavy cover and or like a dodge or two really takes away their burst damage. Whereas if they catch you in the open, they're really going to make you hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was going to say the same the, for, if you're not running vehicles, you know, it's the same principles as running against a vehicle, you know, like the old, the old principles is as long as you're behind cover line of sight, you can generally ignore them until they start moving up. And then once they start, you know, then kill them swiftly. But like, if they're just holding them back and just trying to take range four pot shots, like the best thing to do is work around them and whittle down the rest of their army. I mean, that's that's basically how you get around any heavy uh, unit. You know, just get your cover, get your line of sight, try to position in a way where, you know, the 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 heavy unit or this case spider droids can't get a full un un you know <laughs> covered shot at you. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, if your list in the past would have like it tried to ignore the ATSTs and a double ATST list, you probably want to try to like ignore quote unquote the spiders. Yeah. Because they're going to be able to do less damage and they're not nearly as tall. So they're not going to get open shots as easy or right. see over buildings as much. So, sort of the general like, like if you treat them as heavies instead of support, sort of in your mind often, um, that can help frame how you want to deal with them. And bear in mind, while we're talking about the line of sight, it's a little weird, but the line of sight is drawn from the bottom of the antenna. Yeah, That's actually in the RRG, I think, specifically called out yep. because yep. of how confusing it is, because uh, the model is just weird with that antenna. Um, so that's actually pretty low to the ground. Uh, I think that's even lower than... I mean, it's not that much higher than a silhouette. It's think. like, I mean, depending on how you build the model, it's like either at a silhouette height or like a little bit below. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's they're not going to be like getting like you said ATST shots over cover or anything. Like you're going to be able to use scatter terrain against them. Yep. Um, you still use the height of the antenna for when you're targeting them. So if you can set up like a weird situation where like they can't see you from the base of the antenna, but you can see the top of the antenna, um, do that. <laughs> I mean, their base is also decently big. Like you can often sort of corner peek them. Yeah. Like you can see the edge of their base, but from the middle they can't see you. Right. Um. Just like any sort of thing with a big, right, bigger circular base. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
And then, uh, you know, watch out for the Magna Guard that are going to be coming up. <laughs> and the, yeah, well, that's another topic. And the 36 to... Same list. 48 B1s. Yep. Yeah. Same list. <laughs> I mean, kill B1s. You got to kill B1s. It's useful yep. and irrelevant and important. Um, yeah. So... I mean, also, we, I, we haven't even said it, but it sort of goes on saying, like, if you can catch Kalani or whatever super tactical is feeding those uh, spiders, aims, and orders, then go for it. Yeah. Like, if you can catch them with a speeder unit or T-47 or something. Yep. That's generally the best way to get rid of the ion spot, like the spider's threat is if you can take away their source of um, support. Yep. 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 Yeah, especially if you're talking about a situation where they've essentially like built, you know, they're using attack protocols and they have they need that super tactical droid to ignore AI. Okay. Um, it's it can be pretty devastating if you take that out. I so. mean, especially with super tactical droids, they often have their own command cards as well. So like, if you yeah. have the opportunity to like attack, like um, get rid of a super tactical droid very early, it's like a double. It's like it's a huge deal for a droid army. Like. And if you're a joy player, don't let your opponent see them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep them, keep them in the back and have them, you know, piss on a wall, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Krennic style. That is Krennic's MO. So, I mean, the, the one vulnerability is often because they have the orbital strike. Often yeah. they are going to expose them at some point. It's usually going to be range six or seven away from the right. army, but often they will poke their heads up at some point. So if you can get your army close enough before the orbital strike, then you might be able to catch them. Potentially. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Go, go, go by Legion. Yes. Go by Legion. From us. Shadow Collective core boxes. Yes. Specifically from us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, which you can now do so yeah there's a, dis- there's a discount code did you yeah oh yeah code? sw legion it's all over the site so okay. if, if, yeah. if people go to the site they'll see it yeah so yeah yeah please um, awesome well, i'm very excited <laughs> me too I start my next goal is to get my empire stuff like fully painted up so that if i want to bring empire to a tournament i can do that and not be embarrassed about it um Right now it's like technically three colors, but it's <laughs> it's one of those like it's like it's kind of embarrassing. It's like barely three colors. It's a, it's like a tryhard. I just need this to be barely legal for tournament play type three color situation. Yeah, yeah. My, like my, I have some of them have like colored stripes on them to be like, <laughs> look, there's a color. Um, so my my painting backlog is giant. Yeah. Dude, I was making such great time on mine until Adepticon came. And then like literally the last like month and a half has been just Adepticon work. And so I was like looking at stuff again today going, oh, yeah, I gotta gotta get back on this. (laughs) I mean, in the last year and a half, I've done like an AOS army and a half and like three Legion armies. And it's still I still have a huge pile. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the same situation. I'm actually really glad that I ended up playing republic for adepticon because now i have a fully painted clone army so yeah yeah i mean that's like LVO, except it's all wookies not clones so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i have three fully painted wookie units too from socal so yeah. um, i get their rebel wookies but who cares yeah um, <laughs> all right anyway well we had the notorious scoundrels
I think that's right. Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like you were going to say something, so I had to like cut off the. Eh. No, go ahead. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just. I know Jay was going to say something. Oh, Jay, sorry. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good luck to everyone in Vader League because we continue to do that. Um, Have fun. All right. We are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Tim. Bo. I'm Jay, and I go second, Tim. That's no good. <laughs> Last time we did it, there was a huge silence. Yeah. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>